The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and our full in-depth preview of Super Bowl 51 coming up this Sunday, February 5th from Houston, Texas. And uh, joining me on the line live from lovely Pasadena, California, diehard Miami Dolphins fan, Akshay. What's up, Akshay? How's it going? What's up, bro? Uh, good to be back, man. Hey, it's a time. All right. Uh, glad to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, good to have you back. Uh well, let's get straight into it. Without further ado, Super Bowl 51 upcoming Sunday, February 5th, live from NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas. Got the New England Patriots representing the AFC, taking on the Atlanta Falcons representing the NFC, and the current line, New England Patriots giving three points. What do you think? What's your initial thoughts on the game? Uh, let's see here, dog. Uh, my initial thoughts, you know, I have to go with the Patriots. You know, they've on, they've been on a roll ever since the whole deflate gate scandal. You know, I, I think Brady is just uh, he's just tearing up, and I, I think Belichick is really uh, angry or whatever at the league. So my initial thing is like uh, a Patriots minus three. I definitely have to go with them. Um, I know it's going to be a uh, a very high scoring game from what I from what I think because the Atlanta office. It's really, um, it's really good offense. You know, you have, uh, you have, two, um, you have um, a potentially, uh, I think there's, there's one superstar wide receiver, and you have uh, two very good role player wide receivers, and you have a, a quarterback that's also doing really well. You know, then you have that uh, running back tandem, Coleman and uh, and Freeman. You know, so that is definitely gonna be, it's gonna be one. Heck of a game, you know, but I definitely have to go with the Patriots. I know a lot of people might think um, I'm being a little biased towards them because uh, I'm a huge uh, Boston Celtics fan, but uh, I've always been a huge uh, Miami Dolphins fan um, in, the, in the last, like, maybe, what, uh, 15 years, 15, 20 years. But uh, as of late, uh, I sort of moved away from that. I mean, I mean I'm still a fan, uh, but don't get me wrong, but... Uh, sort of moved away because it's uh, the Dolphins haven't really gone anywhere and, and you definitely have to respect the Patriots as a, an organization you know the last 10 over 10 years they've been very successful you know it just goes down from top to bottom you know they're just a very classy organization I mean yeah there's it, it, a lot of scandals you play gate and the cameras and all that stuff in the past but you know what you know um that's just part of the game in, in a way, you know. I mean, there's no hardcore evidence against them. It's all accusation in a way, you know, and I, I think it's whoever keeps on winning, you know, there's always going to be something or, or or someone saying something against them. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, great points. Uh, first of all, let's start off with the Patriots, I think, uh, given their 
century so far of success this century i mean i always call them the san antonio spurs of the nfl the way they run from top to bottom robert Kraft, the owner all the way on down bill belichick coaching them tom brady as their the quasi tim duncan ageless wonder and uh looking better than ever at age 39 going on 40 uh they've definitely uh been the best team i mean overall the last 15 16 years in the nfl uh model consistency uh i believe what is 10 straight seasons or something with 10 plus wins kind of reminiscent of how the spurs had something similar 15 straight with seasons of 50 plus wins somewhere along those lines so uh always uh the patriots you can never count them out they always come to play but uh kind of uh they've kind of gone away from their early identity they've kind of evolved uh first like five years 01 to 06 i mean they were more the type of team uh they had like a game manager quarterback a great running game uh, but their identity was a hard-nosed defense control the clock and it kind of was wear teams down with their physicality and that's the brand of football that led them to three super bowl wins over five years and uh since 07 up until the current day They've kind of been more high-powered, offensive, uh, taking full opportunity of the rules that the NFL has uh, been levying, a more, advantage, more advantageous to the offensive uh, side of the ball. And then Tom Brady, his career has really taken off from 07 on since they acquired Randy Moss. And he, in my opinion, that's what has made him one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time that stretch from 07 up till now where he's just been spectacular and uh his accuracy has went up his arm has looked great he's put up big boy quarterback numbers every season since then and he's looked absolutely spectacular but uh do you think ultimately that style going away from that identity that got them so much success in the first five years has kind of uh been their downfall and They've only won one Super Bowl since that, going away from their initial identity of the hard-nosed defense, the physical type team, control the clock. Uh, what, what is, what's your initial thoughts on that? You know, there's a... Initially, dog, I, I think it's like you're, you're right, you know. Um, they sort of went away from their bread and butter, you know, uh, uh, so to speak. Um, and then they moved to... Uh, and they changed. Maybe that could have been a role... Uh, they're going to play a role, you know, in uh, in their um, in their um, in their lack of winning a Super Bowl in the last how many years? But I think it's just more. I think it's more. They sort of adapted towards the towards where the league has turned to. You know, the league before used to be a um, the league used to be more of a defensive league. Now it's more of an offensive league. You know, and I think the Patriots they've been unlucky too. You know, they've been. Uh, there was years where uh, Gronkowski uh, was hurt. I mean, and this year he's out too. Uh, I don't know what his his status will be in the Super Bowl. If he's if he's eligible to come back or if he's been healthy to come back, you know. But I, I but going with what you're saying is, I, I think yes, they have uh, went away from their bread and butter. But I think they've also sort of adapted, you know, with the times too. Because Brady, yes, he's still. One of the greatest quarterbacks ever, but he's gotten older. He's gotten, in my mind, I, I don't think he's gotten any bit slower because of what he does. But but you can tell, you know, by his his 
his movements, his uh, uh, how he runs, he's gotten a tad bit slower. You know, and I, I think they sort of adapted around that. And and, and in, I think Belichick is that's what he does. I think he just uh, he's that mastermind kind of uh, coach. You know, he's going to he's going to adapt his team to what um, to the changing um, I guess uh, scenario of the league. You know. Okay, definitely. Uh, going into the their offensive game plan for this game against the Falcons, uh, the Falcons uh, kind of a good pass rush team, but uh, not known to be one of the better defensive teams in the league this season. Uh, what kind of uh, offensive game plan do you think uh, the Patriots employ? Do you think it's a, more of a ground attack that they control the clock, control the line of scrimmage, or do they uh, trust Brady in, the, in this process, dump off some screens to guys like Deion Lewis, James White? A uh, couple like uh, slot type passes to Edelman. Uh, Chris Hogan has gotten more involved. But what do you think? Uh, who do you think has to step up for the the Patriots? Obviously, to have success offensively and put up points. I think you know what I have to go, bro. I have to go with the with their offensive line. You know, their offensive line has played. Uh, what's the word? Has played tremendously this season. You know, I mean. I don't know how many games I watched Rowan, and I, 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 I'm amazed, you know. I watch, and I watch the Patriots play, and I just watch. It's like Brady has all day to to throw the ball. You know, he's like, uh, he looks at his, all of his reads, one, two, three. Then he has time to go back and look at three, two, one, and then decide where he wants to go with the ball. You know, it's like sometimes he's like, um, he just stands there like a statue in the middle of the of the, of the play. It's like there's nobody coming around him or nobody even close to him half the time, you know. And I think that's where it's ultimately come down to. I think that Atlanta, um, they're not known for their defense, you know. And if they can put up a good uh, defensive, if they can consistently get in, in into Brady's head, then they definitely have a chance of beating them. But uh, I don't think they're really known for that, you know. I think so. That's what I think um, can potentially... I think that's what give the Patriots uh, a little advantage there. But it, it's got to be the offensive line. And also, you know what, it, it's also um, the Patriots. It's just the Patriots because now, I mean, Gronkowski's, uh, I don't know what his status is, but, I mean, he hasn't played the last how many games, like maybe four or five games, but they're, they're still winning. They still find ways to win. And I, I think it's, uh, what, Belichick picked up Hogan. He picked up... Uh, Malcolm Mitchell, he picked up uh, uh, the wide receiver out of Arizona. I forget what his last name is. Michael Floyd? So they have Michael Floyd, there we go, Michael Floyd. He picked up Michael Floyd, and you have Martinez, uh, Bennett, their, um, their tight end. They have another tight end, which they can still play two tight end sets. And the thing is, dude, it's, um, I mean, I think they're, they're going to try running the ball. With uh, with Blount, you know, because Blount is very successful. He's one of those big backs. And what I've seen is like what the Patriots love to do. They love to pound the ball. They want to get you. They want to pound him with Blount and and mix it up with the, with Lewis. And I think in the end, and what they want is by the fourth quarter, they want your defensive line to start getting tired because uh, Blount's a big back. He's not like one of these little little scat backs that are coming at you. You know. He's a big backing. He's a bruiser, and I think eventually that's what that's what their plan is and to use him. I mean, uh, that's what I'm assuming to, to use him to pound that line and then use play action, which they love to do, and do 
do um, two tight end sets and uh, maybe three wide receivers. And then we'll see what happens, dude. But I, I think that's what uh, I definitely have to say. Their uh, the game plan will be using um, will be to run the ball often and early. Uh, definitely, uh, those are all great points. Uh, Tom Brady, as we all know, has with his tall, kind of lanky body, six four. He's not very athletic, so he's obviously made his living in the pocket throughout his entire career, and he's not one that kind of gets outside the pocket like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson and makes uh, big throws that way and kind of uh, burns teams. He's one that stays in the pocket, and he's been able to do that successfully for such a long time just because his offensive line has always been stable. But I've got to agree with you on this one about the running game. I think uh, Atlanta, with one of the high, high-powered high offenses in the league, one probably the, I think the highest-scoring offensive uh, team in the league this year, and the Patriots, the number one scoring defense team, defensive team in the league this season. I've got to think that Bill Belichick is too smart to not go with that running game early on and try to control the clock, keep the Falcons offense off the field as much as possible. And I think uh, Patriots need a, to definitely control the time of possession, kind of like a 35, 36 to 24 type uh, split between that time of possession. If, I think if they can do that, they're... Definitely in good position to win this game. Uh, let's go into the Patriots' defense. Uh, uh, before we do that, actually, uh, who do you think is kind of the X factor for the Patriots, of, aside from the big uh, playmakers offensively? Uh, you know what? It's got to be. I think it's. Uh, I think it, it's got to go with their. I mean, I don't think it. Ha- there's one sort of player. I think it's got to go with their uh, defensive coordinator. I forget his name, but uh, he has to mix up some schemes, you know? He has to make it, uh, I think they have to use some blitz packages. they got to get in, uh, um, um, uh, what's uh, a Falcons quarterback? I forget his name, but they Matt Ryan. Gotta get in. Matt Ryan, there we go, Matt Ryan. And they got to get in his head early, you know, and uh, they got to do some blitz packages. Uh, I think one, if I have to choose, bro, uh, if I have to choose one, one player on that team, it's got to be Malcolm Butler. You know, if he can, uh, if he can sort of shut down Julio Jones, you know, and and make the, the um, if he can shut down Julio Jones, he's going to make the, the the Falcons sort of, I would think, more of a one-dimensional team. You know, because outside of Julio Jones, I know they have the guy they picked up out of uh, Cincinnati, um, the other wide receiver. Sanu. Uh, you have. Yeah, yeah. Him and you have uh, Coleman, you have uh, Freeman. But I, I think their running attack, it all depends, you know. I mean, uh, I think their running game, game also um, works when when their offense, I mean, when their uh, passing game is working. So I think that's, uh, I think, I mean, I think there's multiple um, ways I can go on this, but if I have to choose one, I would have to be the defensive coordinator. Or if I have to choose a player, it's got to be Malcolm Butler. Okay, definitely. So you're going with the battle of the, ma- the, battle of the mats, excuse me. So Matt Patricia, the Patriots defensive coordinator, uh, his brain, his wits, his game plan against uh, the quarterbacking of Matt Ryan for the Falcons. So uh, getting back into Malcolm Butler, obviously we all know him for the excellent uh, pick that he made against the Seahawks in Super Bowl 49 two years ago to seal that game and 
probably one of the most memorable plays we'll ever see in Super Bowl history. Uh, read the route right away as Ricardo Lockett put his feet on the ground, jumped the route right away, and made an absolutely terrific interception to seal the Super Bowl 49 win for the Patriots that time. So uh, he's come along in the last couple of years. Uh, at Standing at 5'11", going up against a big strong wide receiver 6-4 than Julio Jones one of the best in the league uh how do you think uh what type of coverage do you think uh Belichick Patricia throw out there do you think they just go man uh do they drop a safety behind him because uh, Julio can Julio is fast and he can also make jump ball type catches he can make any type of catch probably the Matt Ryan just has to throw it in his vicinity and he can go up and make there and make the play so what what do you think Patricia Belichick have to do to kind of contain Julio Jones? What kind of defensive sets do they have to throw out there? You know what I think they're going to do? I think, uh, I mean, this is what I would do, you know. I know uh, I would try to, um, I wouldn't play um, a zone defense against them. I'd rather play a little sort of man defense and have uh, a safety behind. But I would do a little... Um, it's like a man sort of zone defense. It's not 100% zone, 100% man, but it's sort of like a bump and come. What's the word? It's like bump uh, the receiver right away to get the receiver off his uh, off his pattern. You know, it's like uh, within the first five yards. You know how uh, right when the the play started, they sort of bump the receiver. I, I forget the official term of that, but I think that's what they're going to do, and I think they're going to do. Uh, I think um, more than that, I think uh, Patricia, I, I think what he's going to do, he's going to, uh, at Belichick, I think they're going to um, do a lot of uh, uh, blitz packages. Because from what I've seen, Matt Ryan, if you can get in his head, you can get in his head, you can get there. And I think that if you give him time, then he can pick you apart. You know, so I think that's what, I think they're definitely going to try to uh, show some blitz packages with the linebackers. Uh, and also, I think it's that, uh, it's that, well, I, I think the term is a bump and cover or something. I, I don't remember, but it's sort of right when the play starts, they, I think they're going to try to sort of bump a ball off his, um, off his pattern, you know? Yeah, it's something similar to the, what the Seahawks do with the corners. They just get physical, and uh, the refs can, uh, can only call so much holding pass interference, so they're not going to call every single one, so just uh, employ it yeah. every time, and... Uh, Eventually, it's going to work out for you most of the time, more times than not. That's true. That's true. Definitely true. You know, I mean, I think that's what I think that's where they got to go. You know, I mean, I mean, um, Julio Jones is Julio Jones. You know, I mean, the, he's one of the best receivers in the league. You know, and I think um, he's six four. You know, it, that's really hard to cover anybody who's six four and as physical as he is. So he's definitely going to. Um, get his catch of the balls, you know, that are thrown his way, and he'll find some way to do something. So it definitely could be a very good game to watch. It's like a sort of uh, a chess match. That's their offensive corner and uh, the Patriots defensive corner are going to be going at it, one and all, trying to figure out who's going to beat who on each play, you know? Okay, definitely. Uh, so Patriots uh, look like they got their work cut out for them. Uh, so let's, with that being said, let's get into Atlanta obviously uh winners of the NFC South uh one in the playoffs is the two seed uh 
and absolutely uh, destroyed Seattle and Green Bay on their way to the Super Bowl. And uh, Matt Ryan has had an MVP-type season. Uh, most think he's going to win the MVP uh, the night before the Super Bowl. He's going to be handed the MVP. And uh, I've never been a buyer on this guy, but he's definitely proved me wrong this season. He's played excellent. He's looked very good. And their offense, like I mentioned, number one in the league, I think about 30, 30 and a half points per game. And obviously led by Matt Ryan at quarterback and then the running back combo with Coleman and Freeman, what makes them so special? They can not only, they're not only small backs who can run, they're both strong and they can both get out on the field and make catches, make screen passes, turn them up into big gains. And then they have, uh, obviously Julio Jones, probably one of the best, uh, most skilled weapons in the league. One of the best wide receivers at six, three and Mohamed Sanu as their second wide receiver is really good. And then, Taylor Gabriel is their slot guy has uh, emerged as well and looked uh, very good with Matt Ryan. So uh, with all that being said, uh, their offensive coordinator most likely going to San Francisco after this season, uh, Kyle Shanahan, one of the great minds, uh, one of the great quarterback minds in the league. Uh, what kind of a game plan do you think they, <clears throat> they're going to come up with against the number one scoring defense against New England? I think what they have to do, Doug, is uh, I think they have to come out early and pass the ball. You know, I think running, they can try some runs. Uh, they can try to establish a run game, but it's going to be tough against New England. You know, New England's got um, a very good defensive line, very good linebackers, and they sort of plug those holes. So I think they have to come out passing. They got to, Atlanta's uh, bread and butter is the pass, uh, from what I think. You know, it's Matt Ryan trying to hit those wide receivers, you know, um, uh, because he has to take advantage of the height that they have, you know, because I think uh, 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 um, uh, Julio Jones is, what, 6'3", 6'4", Mohamed Sanu is, like, what, 6'2", I think, um, Tony Gabriel, the other guy, but I think the small guy, I don't know how tall he is, but... He's a small guy, he's 5'9". Small guy, he's 5'9". So, but I think what they got to do is they got to take advantage of the height, you know, of the, the height of their receivers, and he has to, to start passing the ball in the beginning, you know, and then once past the, once you establish the pass, I think, with them, or Patriots uh, respect their pass game, they can, that's going to open up uh, the running game. You know, but I, I think straight out running against the Patriots in the beginning, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think the Patriots will be too tough to do, to, to run against, you know, especially early in the game. Yeah. yeah, they gotta figure out something, and I think that's the way they go. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more about the Falcons' uh, game plan offensively. I mean, they've uh, been the number one scoring offense for a reason with Matt Ryan and their high-powered wide receivers. And I think early on they got to go to that uh, and kind of take advantage of the weak part of the Patriots' defense, in my opinion, which is their corners. Uh, obviously, their defensive line is pretty good and and has lo- been looking a lot better, especially the past five, six games and going into the playoffs. So Matt Ryan, uh, he's got to get Julio and Sanu involved deep deep down the field. And then uh, Gabriel in the slot and then Freeman and Tevin Coleman, they've got to get in, involved on those type of screen plays where they get blockers in front of them and take it for big gains. So I think that's their best bet. But uh, with that being said, I think both offenses, in my opinion, are going are guaranteed for 30-plus in this game. Regardless of what happens, I mean, who comes out on top? I think both the, both offenses are high powered, and the defenses 
either one doesn't really scare me too much. There's a, a couple playmakers on each team. Uh, with that said, probably the most scary one being Vic, Vic Beasley on Atlanta. Led the league in sacks this year with, I think, 15 and a half. So uh, what do you think uh, uh, Atlanta does defensively as far as bringing pressure to Brady? Because we've seen uh, the teams that have had success against Brady in the playoffs are teams who have great defensive lines. And in the two Super Bowls that he's uh, ultimately lost to the Giants, they've had great defensive lines each time, great front fours, great front sevens. And they've just pressured Brady to death and been in his face, hurrying him up, hitting him hard. So do you think Vic Beasley and the rest of uh, the Falcons' front four, guys like Deion Jones, uh, Dwight Freeney on the last leg of his career, do you think these guys can uh, get enough pressure at Brady and force him into some bad throws? I think they can. You know, I think they, they definitely can. You know, they have to try at least. You know, they cannot sit back and play this little zone coverage and then uh, – um, rush like maybe what three guys, four guys, and expect to uh, expect to win this game, you know, because Brady will pick him apart. What they need to do is they got to get that rush, you know, and then uh, it, I think it's a must, but they got to be careful too, you know. It's just like how uh, Atlanta has uh, Freeman and Coleman; they can just do like scat backs, these small guys. They can throw the ball. And, uh, um, Ryan can just dump the ball out. And they can go for, um, um, uh, they can just make uh, a, a small pass or uh, a large gain. The Patriots have Deion Lewis, and I think he's going to be one of the X factors in this game because he's 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 one of these small guys. But once he gets the ball in his hands, it's very dangerous. You know, with this guy, he can he's definitely uh, once he gets the ball in the hand, he's definitely, he definitely he can score. You know, I think that's what. Um, the Patriots maybe plan on doing with Belichick uh, or um, our offensive coordinator. What they plan on doing is, the, I think they're expecting Atlanta to use different schemes, you know, to try to get in Brady's face with a rush. I think Brady's going to uh, try to look at some like quick pattern throws, but he's going to also look at if they get in there, they're going to keep Deion Lewis or someone right in beside him, and he can just do a two-yard dump off screen pass and. All the defenders will be pretty much probably uh, expected defenders to come rushing up and he'll just go right behind them and go for you know, a long um, a long game, you know. So it'll be interesting, dog. I mean, to see what happens. But I think I think what Atlanta has to do is they got to pressure Brady. But the problem is, I mean, from what I've seen, it's like Brady. I mean, it's like this year. It's, it's like for some reason this year he's like there. Their uh, offense is like back to where it was in the early 2000s, and it's, it's and he's like the guy he has all day in the pocket. And it, I think it's because maybe they're finally healthy as an offensive line as they're gelling again. But it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see, yeah, for sure. You know. All right. Yeah. Definitely. It should be a great, excellent game. High powered, two high powered offenses, and. Uh, Definitely looking forward to watching it. With that being said, let's get your official prediction, Akshay. Score, and do uh, you think Patriots cover the minus three or not? I think Patriots definitely cover the minus three. You know, I'm looking at Patriots winning by at least uh, a touchdown, maybe 10 points. Uh, I, I'm looking at a final score, uh, probably around uh, 
I would say, uh, um, hmm, I would say about maybe uh, 34 to like maybe 20, um, 34 to like maybe 27. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, at this point, you know, I mean, I definitely have to go with the Patriots, bro. You know, I mean, um, maybe I'm being a little biased, you know, but but, but you never know, dog, you know, because uh, uh, Atlanta definitely has um has their own little um, Atlanta has their own uh, uh, their own ways to win this game. You know, I mean, they have their own assets. They have their own weapons. You know, I mean, I think another thing which is going to come out really good is um, um, which could be um, uh, a huge uh, asset to them or a huge um, what's the word? Uh, it could be a game changer. I don't, I don't know. This is my Pema. Uh, my personal opinion is Matt Ryan went to Boston College. You know, he's from New England. I don't know if he, he, he grew up there, but I know he went to Boston College, and he must have grown up watching the Patriots. And, hey, you know what? Uh, what momentum to have to come uh, beat them in Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like uh, that's another huge advantage I think uh, Atlanta has, especially with Matt Ryan's roots in New England. Okay, definitely. Uh, so uh, Akshay has Patriots minus three with a final score: Patriots thirty-four, Falcons twenty-seven. So uh, here's uh, Z Ball's pick for Super Bowl fifty-one. I'm gonna go with the Falcons plus three, and I have them winning the game outright as well. But like I said, both teams are high-powered, high-powered offenses. They're both, in my opinion, gonna score over thirty pretty easily, and I'm gonna go with the Falcons ultimately to win the game. 45 to 38 and i think matt ryan's gonna win the mvp and uh atlanta's gonna have their first uh title in in uh their city's history since in the last like 21 years i think the braves won it in 95 so oh, yeah yeah so with that being said akshay uh we all know that uh the super bowl gets very uh goofy and stuff with all these prop bets and stuff so we're gonna go get into some of these prop bets now we know a lot of them can get uh goofy and stuff but i'm gonna go through some of them and then uh if i like whatever ones i like we're gonna discuss so first one they're gonna discuss is uh more entertainment related so so during the live broadcast from kickoff to final whistle live broadcast only commercials and halftime do not apply how many times will Trump be said on TV during the broadcast? Over, under, one and a half. Uh, I got to go over one and a half, dog. Over. Yeah, definitely. It seems like I don't even want to hear Trump's name, but uh, inadvertently I hear it probably two times in, in five minutes for some reason. So I, I'm, I think this is, this is easy money with the over during a live three-hour broadcast of the Super Bowl 51 with the whole entire world watching, right? You know what I'm gonna, what's going to be funny is I want to see these commercials. Now, I, I think there's going to be some commercials straight at Trump. You know, they're going to be mocking him, especially I think Saturday Night Live might have something. <laughs> Maybe something there, you know? Yeah, there's definitely going to be something with the political climate going on right now and all the travel bans and all the crazy, goofy policies that... Uh, Trump has uh, tried to initiate uh, in his first 10 days in office. So that'll be interesting to see. And it'll be uh, very entertaining to see what the broadcasters have to say, if they have anything to say at all, which I think they will. 
It's pretty safe to say that. Okay, so... The guy worked, what, uh, at 10 days in office, and he, he's always taking a vacation? <laughs> you know, it's, it's... I think something's going to be there, you know? Okay, definitely. Moving on to the next prop bet. Same thing applies from kickoff to final whistle, live broadcast only. How many times will Gronk or Gronkowski be set on TV during the live broadcast? Over or under three? I'm going to go over three. I'm definitely going to go over three on this. You know, uh, whether TV is going to be, uh, I think it's going to be over three. You know, I, Gronkowski, like I said, dog, I don't know if he's going to play in the game. I don't know if he's healthy enough or because um, I don't know what, the, what his status is, but they're definitely going to mention him over, I got to go over three. Yeah, this one's kind of tricky because it kind of depends on how New England's offense is. And with me being uh, kind of guaranteeing that New England's going to score plus 30, I don't think they're going to talk about Gronk very much just because their offense is going to score so many points. So I'm going to go under on this one. I, I don't think Gronk will be a factor <laughs> in this game. Uh, I definitely he'd be a game changer if he was on the Patriots just because they can run more tricky offensive schemes. He is that much of a game-changing type player. But I don't think the Patriots' offense is going to suffer very much as far as total points. So I'm going to have to go under on that one. So uh, getting into this is one kind of relating to the halftime show. Lady Gaga is the halftime performer. For those who don't know, which song will Lady Gaga play first during the halftime show? So we got a couple choices here. Born This Way at 9 to 4, Bad Romance at 5 to 2, Edge of Glory 6 to 1, Poker Face 10 to 1, Just Dance 10 to 1, or any other song at 11 to 10 odds. What do you think? I got to go with Poker Face, dog. <laughs> That's what I think. I think that I think it's gonna be poker face, and I think there's gonna be some subtle hints at Trump when she sings. You know, so I I gotta go poker face. Well, uh, everything about the Super Bowl is about Trump. I've never seen a more polarizing president. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm gonna. It's for me. It's got to be between poker face or just dance. I think those are her two like kind of uh, signature type songs so one of those have got to be the choice in my opinion you can't go wrong either way in my opinion with either one so we'll flip a coin between those okay this one uh very interesting we kind of mentioned it a little earlier in our podcast how many times will deflate or deflate gate be said on tv during the live broadcast over one and a half is it even even odds or one to one, or under one and a half at minus one forty or five to seven odds. What do you think? I gotta go over one and a half. That's what I'm gonna go at. You know, because I think it's there, there's gonna be people talking about Deflategate all the time. You know, you know what happened, and uh, it's just gonna be going. And I don't even, I don't think they plan on uh, maybe saying it, but I think it's gonna come up. And I think with the fans, the fans might have signs saying Deflategate or. Something, whatever, and I think whenever the the camera sees it, one of the announcers is going to make some sort of comment about it. And uh, I think yeah, I definitely have to go over here. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you 100. Uh, percent With I think this is going to be the first game Goodell attends in person, first Patriots game since Deflategate, other than Super Bowl 49. So I think this is got to be a lock to be mentioned, uh, given the even odds at one to one. For over one and a half, I think this is pretty much a lock, and I'm going to agree with you 100% on that. So, 
this is the last uh, entertainment prop we'll get into. Right. How many times will Tom Brady's lovely wife, Giselle Bunchen be shown on TV during the live broadcast? Over one and a half for plus 110 odds or under one and a half for minus 150? What do you think? I got to go under here, dog. Um, I think they, they'll they show her, but I don't think she's going to be the focus of the game. I mean, they might show her up in the press box, you know, maybe once. Maybe um, at a quick shot, but I don't think they're going to focus on her. I think they're going to focus more on uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think if you see her at all during the broadcast, it's going to be if the Patriots win and then you see her kind of hugging Brady with her kids on the stage with the trophy and so forth. And then if they lose, maybe in the locker room, but we'll see. I mean, I, I don't. I think she's kind of a as as a, being a model and stuff, but she's still Tom Brady's wife. I think she's remained mostly out of the spotlight for other than that uh, kind of a little rant she had after the, the Patriots lost to the Giants a second time. But other than that, she's pretty much stayed completely out of the limelight pretty much throughout Brady's entire career. So I would imagine we're not going to see her very much. So with that being said, we'll get into the in-game props. And the first one we're going to take a look at Will either team make a field goal in the first quarter? No, is you get you're getting even odds, and yes, you're getting minus one one twenty. What do you think? I think they're going to make a field goal. I think uh, I think uh, potentially. Hey, you, you know what? I mean, I said Patriots by seven, but you never know. This this game can can come down to a field goal. So you think a field oh, goal? And, you think a field goal in the first quarter? That's the best bet. Um. Yeah, I think it will go in the first quarter as well, you know. I think, uh, who's their kicker, Atlanta? I forget that. Yeah, I mean, I think if this game comes down to, like, a special teams kicking type thing, I think both teams are in good position. Uh, Obviously, Gostkowski, one of the best kickers in the league. And Matt Bryant, very old uh, kicker, but he's still uh, been been money the past couple seasons. And he's he's come up big for the Falcons. I think he's uh, capable of making a big... uh, Big type kick in the big type field goal in this game for them. So uh, I don't think either team has too much to worry about their field goal kickers. They're both uh, money in big game, big time situations. That's true. That's true. Okay, next one. Will either team score three straight times? No, plus one seventy. Yes, minus one ninety. No, I don't think they score three straight times. Maybe twice, but not three. Uh, if it's three, then uh, I think that the game will be uh, definitely a blowout. But I, I highly doubt it's three, so I, I have to go under. Okay, next one. Uh, we kind of talked. Uh, okay, I gotta make a pick about that one. Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I don't think either team is gonna score three straight times. I think it's gonna be a shootout type game that I predicted. So, with that being said, I'm gonna go no. I think. And you're getting pretty good odds with that at plus 172. So I'm going to go no on that one. So next one we're going to take a look at. We discussed him and we said he should be the focal point of the Patriots' offensive attack initially. LeGarrette Blunt. Will he score a touchdown in the first half? No, minus 180, or yes, plus 160. What do you think? I think he will. I think he will uh, score a touchdown in the first half. You know, I think because the Patriots are going to come out, uh, they got to run the ball because Atlanta's from defensive line is not that great. It's not as I mean, it's one of the better in the league, but it's not the best. 
and I think the Patriots, if they can, I think that, that's their plan, establish the run. Get some sort of running game, you know, because I think Legarrette like Brown, if you keep on pounding him in the fourth quarter, those um, the, the D-line will get tired, you know, especially if you don't sub in and out. The D-line will get tired, and I think that's what, I think that's really part of the, uh, the Patriots' plan. So I definitely have to go yes with that. Okay, definitely. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I think uh, the run game is going to be a focal point of their offensive attack early on. And I think uh, with my prediction of a lot of points being put up, I think Blunt breaks out for a touchdown early on in the game. I think in the first quarter. So uh, definitely he's going to have one in the first half, in my opinion. So next one will go to total yardage of all touchdowns scored in the game. Over under 100.5 yards. What do you think? I gotta go under. Um, I, I think I'm gonna go under. Um, I think uh, uh, Atlanta is gonna try to look for that big play uh, potential, and I think they, hey, you know what? They have a great chance of doing it, but I think the Patriots will are gonna know that. I, I think Belichick. I don't think he's that uh, um, naive not to know that. You know that they're going to try to go for the big play. I think uh, Belichick's going to have some sort of plan and plan there to to try to stop that. And same with the Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's going to, um, I think their defensive coordinators will also realize, hey, you know what, Patriots have that big play potential, you know, and I think they're going to, I think they're going to, they're going to have some sort of scheme to, to try to stop it. Okay, definitely. Uh, let's see about this one. I think this one's got to be over. I think both teams are going to have a big type play. I think 40 plus yards. I think each team will have one touchdown that way. And then you add all the other little touchdowns throughout the game because I think this is going to be high scoring. And I think you're going to get over 100 half yards between all those touchdowns, right. in my opinion. <laughs> so uh, we'll agree to disagree on that one. And then next, we, all, we also mentioned this guy earlier. Uh, he was the... The hero of Super Bowl Forty Nine, Malcolm Butler, jumping that route and making that absolutely incredible interception on the rub route that the Seahawks tried to run with Ricardo Lockett. And uh, will he intercept a pass in this game? No, minus three hundred, or yes, plus two fifty. What do you think? I think yes, two fifty. He will. You know, because Matt Ryan, for what I've seen, he has a tendency to stare down his wide receivers, and um, I think the Patriots will be watching his eyes. You know, they'll be watching his eyes where he's going to go for the ball. Um, that's the one thing about Brady that you have to respect is he doesn't really stare down receivers in a way. He sort of looks all at all his reads. Maybe he has all the time to do it. But, uh, but Matt Ryan, I've seen that he does stare down and he has a tendency to go after Julio Jones a lot because he is uh, their bread and butter as a wide receiver. So I definitely have to go with a plus on this. I think Malcolm Butler... He's going to come away with one interception. See, yeah, this one is really tough. Uh, Matt Ryan has been an absolute terror. He's been, I think, the last five, six games, I think 19 touchdowns to zero picks. So he hasn't thrown an interception in a while. But at the same time, Butler, he kind of has a knack, as we've seen, for making these big-type interceptions. So this one could go either way. I'm going to go yes. I think Matt Ryan will throw a pick in this game, and I think uh, Butler will be the one who gets it just because I think he's the Patriots' best corner right now, and I think he's going to make uh, kind of a big defensive play. I don't know when during in the game it will, be, it will be, but I think he'll make a pick, and I'll agree with you on that one. So next one we're going to get into 
Will the Patriots convert a fourth down attempt in this game? Yes, plus 135. No, minus 155. What do you think? Uh, I have to say yes, dog. I have to say yes. You know how Belichick is. You know, he's a guy. He's not afraid to go on a fourth down. I think they will convert it. You know, I think they will try a couple of them to go on fourth, and they're not going to make every single one, but they will convert a few. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think uh, the Patriots are one of the most aggressive teams in the league when it comes to going for it on fourth down, as we've seen. And they were, they've always been ahead of the game on this. Uh, they've been doing it long before. And then a lot of teams have kind of uh, adapted to this concept and been going for it more, as we've seen the past four or five years. And they're, they've always been early on it, as Belichick has kind of been criticizing some positions and but he doesn't care. He keeps doing it. I think they're definitely going to go for a fourth down in this game, and they're going to get it. They're going to get one at some point. So with that, we'll agree on that one as well, and we'll move into the next one we're going to take a look at. Uh, will Matt Ryan throw a touchdown pass in the first quarter? Yes, plus 120. No, minus 140. What do you think? I think yes. I think he will. In the first quarter, I think he will throw a touchdown. Um I definitely have to go with this because Atlanta has offense is very high flying, you know it's right it's a high scoring offense, and I think Matt Ryan will will definitely score a touchdown. He'll I mean not score but he'll excuse me he'll definitely throw a touchdown. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm gonna agree with you. I think he'll throw a touchdown in the first quarter just because they're offensive high powered. So we'll agree on that one as well, and we'll move into the next one. Uh, this one is kind of interesting. Uh, uh, depends how well you kind of know these teams, which which way, which way you're going to go. Total number of penalties in the game by both teams over under twelve and a half. Hmm. For both teams, I would have to say, I'd say, uh, I'd have to go with. Uh, are you going by each specific team, or I mean, or a total of both teams? A total between both teams over under twelve and a half. I'd say, I'd say under twelve and a half. I'm gonna go with a little. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, go differently here, and I'm gonna say under twelve and a half. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, both of these both of these teams, although the Falcons are kind of young, not much experience. I think they're very well coached by Dan Quinn and then Belichick. I think Patriots are one of the most disciplined teams in the league. So you got two disciplined teams here. Here, two well coached teams. I think they keep the penalties low, like they've done all season. So I'm gonna go under. 12 and a half for the total penalties throughout this game. So uh, with that, right. we're agreeing a lot on these, uh, some of the recent ones. <laughs> so uh, we'll go into, we'll get into Julio Jones, probably the most uh, skill, uh, skilled skill position player in this game. His longest reception over under 25 and a half yards. What do you think? I'm going to have to go over 25. I think there's going to be one play, one play where he's, he is going to get at least a good thirty-yard gain or more, you know, because that's his. Uh, that's what he does, you know. He's a, he's a physical receiver. He's a fast receiver. Um, I think there's going to be one play that he's he, he's definitely going to get um, at least thirty-plus yards. I have to definitely say that. Okay, yeah, I'm going to agree as well. I mean, he's a deep threat, and then even even if he's not a deep threat, he can catch like a ten-yard slant and. With his speed and athleticism, I think he can get down the field and make uh, make a big play even on that. So 
I, I think the the best bet here is to go over 25 and a half yards for the longest reception of the game by Julio Jones. So I think that's a, a good wager for anyone out there. Uh, next one, we'll take a look at who will throw the first touchdown pass, Tom Brady or Matt Ryan? Tom Brady is minus 130, Matt Ryan plus 110. What do you think? I'm going to have to go with uh, a Tom Brady. That's what I'm going with. I think uh, I think it's Tom Brady. You know, I think it's going to come down to familiarity. Uh, uh, I mean, meaning that like uh, familiarity being mean that it, being in the Super Bowl. You know, this is I think what Matt Ryan's first Super Bowl, or I don't know yeah. if he's ever been to Super Bowl. It's his first Super Bowl. First Super Bowl. Correct. So it's like uh, you have to get over those jitters. You know, and it's going to be uh, I think for him it's going to be his first time Super Bowl. Um, it's it's not as easy as it looks, you know. All the lights, all the cameras, everything. It's it's Super Bowl. It, it, it's the end game, you know. And and Brady's been there so many times, so I think that's uh, I think that's a huge advantage for his side, you know. So I, I definitely have to go with Brady. Okay, this one uh, I think just because based on what I said, I think the Patriots are going to go kind of uh, run heavy early on. So with that being said, I, I'm going to go Matt Ryan, and we're going to finally disagree on one. So <laughs> I'm going to go Matt Ryan on this one. I think just just not because I don't think Tom Brady can do it. I just think Patriots are going to go more uh, run heavy uh, early on in this game and then uh, bring Brady on later in the game. So we'll agree to disagree on that one. And next one, first touchdown scorer. So we've got a lot of names here. Uh, let me just uh, throw out the odds to you. Julio Jones at 15-2. to LeGarrette Blunt at 8-1. to Julian Edelman at 8-1. to Devonta Freeman at seventeen to two, Chris Hogan at ten to one, Martellus Bennett at twelve to one, Dion Lewis at twelve to one, Muhammad Sanu at twelve to one, Tevin Coleman at fourteen to one, Taylor Gabriel at sixteen to one, Malcolm Mitchell at twenty to one, James White at twenty to one, Danny Amendola at twenty two to one, Tom Brady at twenty two to one, Matt Ryan at twenty eight to one. I think we can be pretty obvious it's one of those I just named. What do you think? I think it's good first touchdown. I think it's got to be, uh, uh, wow. With the Patriots, it's so tough, you know, because they they spread the ball around. Uh, no, this is just the entire game. Who's going to score the first touchdown oh, in the entire game? Oh, the, oh the, the entire game. Okay. That's what you're saying. Okay. Um, first touchdown, entire game. That's going to be a, a, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't want to go with the obvious names because I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be, uh, mm, I would say my gut feeling is, uh, gut feeling is um, uh, Julian Edelman. That's my gut feeling. Okay, that's a pretty good pick. I think uh, the two uh, names I like here are Sanu and Coleman. I think you get good odds with both at 12 to 1 with Sanu and Tevin Coleman 14 to 1. I, I I'm gonna go with one of those. I think uh, those are uh, you get good uh, betting odds with those, and I I think one of those guys will have a get a pass from Matt Ryan for the first touchdown. So next one, let's see. Uh, let's take a look. Will a two point conversion be successful in the game? No, minus two fifty. Yes, plus one seventy five. What do you think? I think. Uh, I think uh, this is the okay. It, it, this is a good one. Uh, I think it will be successful. I think it will be. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go on the plus side here. 
I think it will be. I think uh, the Patriots are, are known for taking this uh, two-point conversion. I think the, the I think uh, the Falcons might even do it too. You know, so I definitely have to go um, on the plus side here. Okay, I'm gonna disagree on this one. I don't think so. I I just think uh, okay. I don't think it's the game. It's the situation of the game. The flow of the game is ever gonna call for it. So I'm gonna go. That's why I'm gonna go no on it. So All let's right. see. Let's look at some more. A few more, and then uh, we'll call it. Uh, right, here's an interesting one. Uh, will there be a flea flicker attempted in the game? Yes, five to one. No, one to nine. What do you think? I would say, uh, you know what? It's it, 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 it's Super Bowl, dog. <laughs> Anything can happen, so I would definitely say yes. I think a flea flicker will be attempted. Yeah, uh, we. Saw, I think we kind of saw the Patriots do it against the Texans or the Steelers. I, I believe yeah. they cons- had a successful flea flicker. So I'm going to say yes. I think uh, one of these teams pulls out a, a flea flicker, and uh, I'm going to agree with you on that one. And uh, we'll get into our last prop bet before we uh, call it a night. Uh, the first score of the game will be a, and there are six options, Patriots touchdown at the odds are 9-5, to five, a Falcons touchdown, the odds are 2-1, to one, a Pats field goal, 3-1, to one, Falcons field goal, 7-2, to two, Falcons safety at 20-1, to one, or Pats safety at 20-1. to one. What do you think? I think I have to go with the first point of the game. I'd have to go with a. Uh, um, I would have to go with a maybe a, a Patriots football. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna agree with that. I think I, I like that. I like those odds, three to one. I think the flow of the game. I think that's what what will call for. I I don't think the first score of the game will be a a touchdown. I'm gonna go Patriots field goal three to one. So with that being said, uh, definitely looking forward to Sunday, Super Bowl 51. It should be exciting. And always a pleasure having you on, Yakshay. Thank you so much for coming on and looking forward to having you on more as the basketball season goes on. And I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Thank you for inviting me. No problem. And everybody, I hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, Please stay safe. Uh, Don't do anything stupid. Uh, Enjoy the game. And I will see you guys uh, next week probably. And we'll get into more some NBA All-Star break. And we'll do a recap of the Super Bowl as well. Thank you so much for listening.